morning, okay, and Justin Kazepis, the morning continues on. The radio stream is down right now. I touched something. That's on me. I got a little frisky and unplugged something and plugged it back in. You ever have those moments where you unplug it, plug it back in, and you wonder, hey, what 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 happened here? And and so that that's what happened with me. So we got Jeff from iCats on the street. So we're gonna get to take a look at the streets. Ride iCats, rideicats.com, alternative transportation. Three bucks to get you to the city of Charlotte. Three bucks there, three bucks back. It's a killer deal. Jeff, how are the streets looking this morning? Uh, good morning, Justin. Uh, 77 South from Statesville uh, down to Mooresville. Traffic is uh, real heavy this morning. Uh, as far as uh, we'll have your normal areas uh, around the lake where uh, since traffic is heavy that it'll slow down. Um, 77 North from Charlotte to Statesville look pretty good. Uh, there's no incidents to report. The side roads in Statesville and Mooresville uh, haven't heard of any incidents, so things are looking good this morning. We like no incidents, Jeff. We appreciate you taking a look at the streets. Today's Tuesday, so VA, uh, you guys go into the VA hospital in Salisbury for those who have appointments. Jeff, we appreciate you checking in with us, and we'll talk to you next hour. All right. Have a good morning. Thank you. You too. All right. So as we roll on continuously, digital fam, we are still here. And uh, our engineer is fixing what I broke right now as we speak. He is on his way. And we'll see what he has to say about it. Likely, I will receive some sort of lashings today in some way, shape, or form. This is where when you put the tape over the outlet switch, this is that the, I was the reason why that was made. Bill, go ahead. I went everybody's head about the bird. The bird, bird, bird. The bird's a winner. Well, the bird, bird, bird. It's time for the word of the day. What's the word? Today's word of the day. Today's word of the day is, and it is a doozy. Mellifluous. 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 Wow, what a word. Right. M E L L I F L. U-O-U-S. Mellifluous. Yes, it's an adjective. Okay. Mellifluous. Solid. Though not so enchanting as the dawn chorus of early spring, Sasha looks forward to the fall when the woods ring again with mellifluous birdsong. Okay, so it is an adjective, so you are describing something for me. Yep. And in that moment, you're describing the beauty of fall, the... The not bad. How about this one? Okay. The voice was rich, mellifluous, and like an angel sent from the heavens above. Hmm. It was radiant. It was glorious. It was. These are all bursting great. with light. Formally, it was phenomenal. Right. Is it a formal word? It is a formal word. I should have asked that in yeah. the beginning. It would have helped. For, <laughs> formally known as Prince. Mellifluous is an adjective used in formal speech and writing to describe things with a smooth, flowing sound. It can also be used to mean filled with something, such as honey, that sweetens, as in mellifluous confections. Mm, so mellifluous. Mellifluous. That's going to be a tongue twister of a one to try to use in the day. Yeah. 
mellifluous. Okay, well, there it is, the word of the day where Bill gives me a word and I've got to guess the definition. Today's word, mellifluous. Yeah, I'm, I can't even do it now. It, we're literally just finishing the segment. Right. Mellifluous. Imagine me picking up this paper today being like, this is the word I chose. This, yeah. did, you, did, you, did you say that to yourself when you chose the word? Did you, did you say... I didn't see a, uh, a morning like this yeah. coming when I, <laughs> when I made the choice. <laughs> I will say that. That's true. You didn't really plan like on the... Oh, I should think about this particular day with this right, particular right. Well, what word the, yeah yeah okay well mellifluous i'm actually just proud that i said it correctly you did say you've actually said it multiple times correctly and i don't think i've said it correctly once mellifluous yeah mellifluous well there's the word of the day and, and as we continue uh digital fam we are working on the radio uh situation which is always exciting so this is a good opportunity here digital fam for you to see the inside of how things work there's a lot of buttons and a lot of things plugged in that for whatever reason, I decide sometimes it's okay to to uh, to plug and unplug. I don't even know what you're doing right now, Bill. As Bill's standing right here, were those on the entire time? <laughs> That's the kind of day it's been. Uh, so there's additional lights that are overhead, which I'm gonna be honest with you, I didn't know that those were. I didn't even notice those were on. Did you turn those on on Joe Vag? No, they weren't on. They were not. Oh, you've turned them on right now. I wanted them to come on. You, yes. They did. Oh, they did. Yeah. They did come on. Oh, yeah. Sweet. There's additional colored lights here inside the studio, and Bill is just uh, playing with it. So, again, we'll have Commissioner Bill do on at 8.15 to talk about uh, Town of Cornelius' board meeting yesterday. Mills Market was on the table. And uh, it was it was an interesting meeting. There was actually um, – see, it's like, do I want to talk about it now? Do I just want to say, hey, this happened? Or do I – bless you. Or do I uh, wait? That was kind of a trippy effect because uh, if you're again, if you're, you're a digital fan, you, you're watching right now. I would assume because if you're listening to us, you're watching because that's all who's survived in this no one's listening. world right now. Bill just attempted to sneeze and the mic was muted, but I could see him, and so it was an interesting effect. And do I give away like what happened at the commission meeting last night? Like, can I? It's public, so it's like it's not like it's like oh my gosh, this is gonna be breaking. It's um, do yeah, I or do you, I let Commissioner Bill? Yeah, I, I watch would, it. I, I would watch let on Commissioner the Bill do his thing. Okay, um, let him talk about it. Correct. Not me. Correct. I mean, I'll ask him questions. Correct. But I'm going to let him drive. Back to the Panthers. Yeah, this <laughs> is a safe place. If you can hear us out there, Radio World, please call in eight four four Studio Four. This is a safe place. Vented out. I met some of. Panther fans are hilarious. Okay. Why? How so? They are just hilarious. First off, all phenomenal coaches. Every last one of us. You should hear some of the solutions we got out in the stands. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What was the best idea you heard, you think? Like, what was, like, the strongest? Bryce, throw it or run it. <laughs> Do something. Thank you. That's, yeah. That's exactly. Um, Listen to Gary. Listen, right. Bryce, listen, Bryce, Bryce, up here, sec, this section. Listen to Gary. He's got an idea. Right. Coach, did you did you make eye contact with, with Coach Reich? No, nah, not a lot of eye contact going on out there. In general? Like just nobody's wanting to connect right now. Right. This is one of those moments where we're going to be alone with our thoughts. Right. We're going to just sit here and act like it's going to get better. It was a very low-scoring game, at least initially, right? Like the first yeah, three, yeah, I mean, it was still three and a half quarters. Game. It was very right. low. Uh, the defense, it's one of those things where you've had the defense on the field for so long, they get tired. 
Right. And so you've got to find a way to score points, to rally, you know, change the momentum. Sustain drives. I mean, we have a very calculated quarterback, a very young guy. Yeah. Very calculated, very let the play develop. I will look. Oh, he progresses through the the ability to do all of these things. I can throw a nice. I mean, when he puts a ball out in front of somebody, it it is nice. There was there was like multiple of those throws that were like, ah, like it was like if that would have hit, you know, half step difference. There was a couple of times where there was some contact. There was a couple of receivers who, you know, there's a little holding action going on there. Right. A couple of times you had to sell it and they did it a few times. Yeah, it was. uh... First downs were tough. The yeah. first down, if you can't get first downs, you can't win football games. Correct. That, that's, that's a big part of it. But and, and we struggle. Overall, the stadium looks awesome. Yeah. Um, it was a nice environment. Like I said, it was just a place that was just so on the cusp. Well, even the announcers wild. were talking about that on TV. It's like the, the everyone is standing to their feet, but they are silent here, uh, waiting on something to happen. Yeah. That's basically the way they described it that's at one point. That's not too bad. No, and and what was the rest of the city like, though, during the game? Was there a lot of activities? Because Monday night, right, people working. But Monday is the day typically a lot of the things in the city are closed. That's like the day the businesses take off because they all are open on Sunday. Down to the game. Right, (laughs) yeah. So what was the city like, the atmosphere of the city? I mean, energy was up. Did you guys walk to the game? Yeah, of course. And then so was there the whole, you know, parades, band celebration, everything going on? Yep. Took the walk down Graham Street. Yeah. It was nice. And was there a lot of, uh, like, vendors out there selling teas and... Yeah, some pretty funny shirts. Memorabilia. Yeah, I can imagine. Caught a couple on TV. Yeah. Uh, There's... Also, the uh, food truck vendors, was there a lot of, like, little food off stuff, or what was, was that like? There was some stuff off to the side in, like, parking lots and stuff, and a couple people, some pit masters had their stuff together. Um, How was the tailgating? From what I saw, everybody seemed to be having a good time. Do you think it was actually, you know, Panthers fans, or was there a lot of Saints fans there, too? Because Saints yeah, I, travel here to, to yeah, Carolina. That, and that's the other thing that is just, <clears throat> I do not... Here in the Houdats are it's just such a it's devastating. You don't want to you don't want to be in the same room with them. No, no, <laughs> no. I do, I do not. <laughs> I do not. But I saw my parents there. They were actually a couple sections away. So. Were they really? Yeah. Just ran. Hey, hey, guys. Good to see you. Mom. I <laughs> didn't know you'd be here. Yeah, mother. Wow. Mother. Wow. This is. Uh, did you get my laundry? Right. Did Can you? we go get some nachos? Yeah. <laughs> Mom, I left my debit card at the house. I'm so sorry. This is this is perfect. They're cashless now, right? At the stadium, it's all cashless. I think still. Pretty sure they're cashless. I didn't know that. Yeah. Pretty sure they're cashless. At least most of the time. And then maybe they've changed their ways. Maybe we're back to cash. Is 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 US currency still good? I'm not sure. 844 Studio 4, you tell me. Or is it all Bitcoin? Good morning, LKN. We're still here, believe it or not. Good morning, okay. It is 734. Hello, radio fam. We're here to stay. Maybe. Unless I start touching something again. Don't you just love, Bill, when I just like you're not here and I just start touching buttons. And it just it just it just goes kaputz. It just it just puts it down. How do you say that in German? Is kaputz a German word? Kaputz. Kaputz? Kaputz. That's that's what happened. And uh, but I believe we're back. Thank you to the wonderful engineering of Frank Horvath, our engineer, who got us uh, back in after I unplugged something. Yeah, big shout out, Frank. And the the real reason why this occurred, though, is because you let me touch buttons while you were gone. Right. You didn't say, Justin, while I'm gone, don't touch any buttons. 
Right. I, I think that's a general disclaimer. Again, I, I related to when you put tape, you know what I mean, on the switch on the wall that you don't want because it's the that's connected to the outlet that's flipped upside down that you uh, don't want anybody to, you know, lose the power to because that's where you've got like the clock plug in. And every time, you know, your kid hits the switch on the wall, then it resets oh, the clock and you've okay. got to go back. I you see. know what I mean? I was trying to understand that reference, but that makes sense. Yeah. So we have tape on ours so that way it doesn't get touched. Like wow. it's like, hey, don't touch this one. That's what we do at our house. We, we live we live that way, and it's uh it's pr- pretty good. I'm wondering as um, as Bill sneezes now again. We're we're doing this new mime improvisation on the radio, testing out the bit. It's where uh, you can see on the video stream wsicnews.com and all the social platforms. You can witness Bill sneezing, but his microphone is muted, and so it's quite an experience if you want that opportunity. And he continues to impress with I that. fought it off. You did. You did good. Looking at the Google Trends, let's see what else is trending. Uh, as of yet, Bill's sneezing, Bill's silent sneezes are not at number one yet on Google. Not yet. Hashtag uh, Bill silent sneeze. Yeah, they are. Uh, but it is making its way up. A lot of NFL uh, in the past 24 hours. Is that surprising to you, sir? Um, no, not oh. surprising. There were two games on. They were both look pretty equally tough, you know? So n- number one, number one, number two, and number three top searches all include, it appears to be something related to the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, is it Nick Chubb's leg injury, which I was going to wait to get to in the good, the bad, and the ugly, but I'll okay. go ahead and... No, I, I, it doesn't matter to me. Our, we can my, save it. One of my favorite Panthers. Sure. Shaq Thompson. Yeah. Thinking about you today. He went down with a pretty pretty bad leg injury. Yeah. What was up with Brian Burns last night? He had a little leg situation, didn't he have right. something going on? Right. I Did mean, he sign talking... a deal yet? I don't, I don't know, man. That man should have signed a deal. Right. That man, now it's kind of like, oh, We're just sh- out here playing hard, and man. Get him back on. Get him back on the phone. Sign it. Right. Somebody forge my electronic signature. Go, go, go. Do something like that. Where do you think, okay, so, but you're, I'm looking here at the results. What number do you think is where the Panthers are in this list of let's call it top what is this top 15 we're probably 12 okay all right we're, we're a little better than you give us credit for we're yeah, number, we are we're number eight okay we're number eight you on Google that, trends Panther fans we are a little better we, than we give ourselves credit for <laughs> we're doing slightly better <laughs> than you think than how we feel today hey, we're still a tough football team man it was a good game to watch the first half I enjoyed watching it's just it, it was almost feel like a real battle. Like, was, oh, they couldn't get it. They couldn't get it. They couldn't like like the next one, we're gonna get it. We're gonna get it. We're gonna get it. And it just never came. But man, then they just show the highlights of the other teams. Right. Like once they, like, right. Once once the once the game's over and then you see the whole picture, you're like, ah, like, yeah, we really didn't we didn't really do anything. We 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 kind of sat back and waited. Hey, Is that the best way? We're to going. It? We're going to Seattle though. It's early. It's still early. It's early. We've, we've gone back. <laughs> That's snip, what the snap, snip, snap. The, the, the broadcasters. <laughs> like you, you got to realize, Carolina fans, it's a three-year deal you got right now with Frank Wright and Bryce Young. You got three years to really build this thing. I don't want to wait around another three right, years. Right. We've been waiting how many years? Now twenty. We've been waiting fifteen years for this to happen. Gosh, I gotta, I gotta calm down. We got a number one pick, number one that we went out and got. We searched for him. <laughs> we no wait, <laughs> I need to digress. Okay, you're about to get me. I'm about to get you hyped. Let's yeah. do it. No, nah, I can't stand nah, it. Nah, I can't. Call Tepper. Get him on the phone now. Frank, you're fired. Not Horvath. Frank Wright. 
Frank Wright, the head coach of the Panthers, breaking news. I'm unilaterally firing him. I have the authority. I've got the signed power of attorney from David Tepper. Says that I can fire anybody I want. And I'm firing Frank Wright. Only two games into the season. It was interesting to see, uh, like, Bryce Young come over to the sideline and talk to Frank Wright, Coach Wright. And it was just like, like they had this relationship in that moment. I'm like, I, and what it made me think of, and, and again, this was another comment from, from the broadcasters. I actually should get Joe Berg's take on this. There, the, A lot of the players don't play in the preseason. Or, or if they do, it's very limited. One drive, maybe. Is that what we're looking at potentially shifting? Because now we're two games in. Happen to be the first two games were both NFC South, which is a big deal for the Panthers. And then now we're on the road, what, three out of the next four games we're on the road? And so we're starting the season down. Now we go to the road, and Bryce Young in reality has only played two games. I mean, he's only played two games in the NFL, and we're, what, seven games deep at this point, five, six games deep. Right. What are we doing? Right. Shouldn't we be playing them more in the preseason? Shouldn't we be? We should be warmed up. We should those those hits, those misses by one two step, couple yard difference on the pass. Those should be worked out by now. Yeah, we you, shouldn't be working on those within the first couple of games of the regular. You would season. do great at the Panther game. Yeah, me, my opinions. They would. They would. I would get the entire section. I, mean, I hadn't been to the Panthers and and <laughs> sorry, half of our audience might not be able to relate to this, but when you go to the men's bathroom. I mean, you want to talk about some of the geniuses that are in there. Yeah. There might as well be a clipboard in a locker room. Right. I mean, Look, so if we're really looking to clinch the AFC West right now, we got to do something about <laughs> right, it. You know? Right, right. Yeah. Right. Well, where is our outside pressure? Right. Where is <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> Bill, you got that. Bill, you're down. Four stalls down. Bill, you got something. What do you got? You were right. telling tell them what you were tell telling them what me. You were tell them what you were telling me. <laughs> right. that's, yeah, that's right. it's funny. Collectively, it's a good bunch, though. Yeah. It's a good bunch. Correct. Maybe like community input for development. Should the Panthers take community input for play calling? Absolutely not. No, no. We're. I, I mean, I am convinced we're going to be fine. I spoke to some friends after the game. It's because it's early. It's early. Ultimately, the mental gymnastics we've done. It's early. We've we'll been be doing this for 17 years. We know exactly what to do. We call the same play every time. Hey, why are why are we running the ball on third down still? I thought that was the whole point of drafting a is quarterback. There a, is there was is there a new Monday Night theme song? I I don't know. I think I'm seeing. Dun, 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 dun. I think it's a a, dun, dun. a new Monday Night theme song with Chris Stapleton and Snoop Dogg. Okay. Do you mind? I, I don't. Is it, is it explicit? Let's find out. Okay. Classic NFL rivalry is renewed. These two teams do not like each other, and you got to love that. Oh, yeah. Mike Tyson. The optimism. I can get on this. Okay. Rivals. Us 
first damn survival. Oh, Snoopy Doopy. It's tribal. Nothing is given, so we gotta take it. It's fourth dimension, so we gotta make it. Can you feel it? Yes. Snoopy Doopy do. Yes, you can. Yes. yes, you can feel it. What a hype. What a what a moment. Just get it. Take the take it off. Rip the jersey. Where's Cam Newton? This is what we came out to? I think this is the national broadcast. I missed this so part like of the pre-game show. of the show. Yeah, I would have definitely. You would definitely find me on the coaching staff of that plan. And welcome to wonderful <laughs> Charlotte, North Carolina, here on a pitch perfect football night. The was, weather is seventy-two degrees, and it was beautiful out. The weather was perfect. What was that like? Was that at least the the saving grace of the night? Was just how perfect the weather was. Yes. Did you you had a jersey on? I assume. Um. No, I had a uh, a shirt with a with a message. It said they always believed, and it's the uh, it's like a little cartoon shirt with Dom Capers, Carrie Collins, some of the old. So guys. you went with the you went with the graphic tee rather than the jersey. Yeah, interesting. Move. I had uh, I like my jerseys. Yeah, uh, and when it's a little bit colder, sure. I got some big jerseys. I mean, they're like, come on, Bill, you're. You're a full-grown man. <laughs> <laughs> they so, fit. Did yeah. you dry them? Have you dried them? Can you, dry, you can't dry a jersey, though. You got to. You oh, can't you, have them wet. <laughs> <laughs> they, got, they got to get dry somehow. Uh, good morning, LK at 844 Studio 4. Uh, on the other side, we've got uh, a little bit of news going on. We'll continue with some of the Google trends. Again, we've got Commissioner Billadu coming in at 815 to brief yeah. us on the town of Cornelius board meeting last We got a show on the other side. Somewhere. Yeah, no, we do. S- we somewhere do. buried underneath are we back are we yeah, back on we're air back. we're back on air we're okay back. we are hey who's that uh community calendar girl though good morning okay and justin kazepis 748 and a powerful 748 it is on this tuesday tuesday that great day of the week not monday but not yet the hump. So this is what you got to do. Ah, that black powder coffee. It's that pumpkin spice this week in the cup. Let's go. I didn't see you carrying a cup in, Bill. Did you get any coffee this morning? Um, No. I, no. Would no. you like some? I'll get some. You want a sip? Mm, not right now. You can have a sip of mine. You are a good friend. Pumpkin spice. So nice when you have pumpkin spice. It's twice as nice. Yes. We just need in it uh, Chemical X so we can make some Powder Puff Girls. Do you remember power, that? Power. Power? I thought it was Powder Puff Girls. They're the Power Puff Girls. I thought it was Powder Puff I Girls. I think Powder Puff is like a football game. 844 it, Studio 4. Who's right here? I think Bill's right. It is Power I Puff. I know. I'm right. <laughs> it's Power, I'm right. power Puff Girls. I don't play when it comes to those Cartoon Network. Cartoon Network back in the day was a, was a showstopper. And then... I think something like there there is a genre that generationally has continued the gangster movies like that's continued. I believe oh, yeah. like regardless of generation, there's always been like a new one out. And so there is actually a celebration, I believe, uh, today, Bill. Oh, absolutely. I could see for the first time that Jimmy was a nervous wreck. 
Its mind was going in eight different directions at once. Maury tells his wife everything. Maury, him? That's when I knew Jimmy was gonna whack Maury. That's how it happens. That's how fast it takes for a guy to get whacked. That's it. That's how quickly it happens. Goodfellas, the movie that premiered on this day in in 1990. 1990. So your boy was all of eight months old. Eight months old almost to the day. I was about eight and a half months. Yeah. So uh, And then Goodfellas comes out. A lot of gangster movies before, a lot of gangster movies after. What was the first gangster movie, you think? Like, I don't, I'd have to look that up. Oh, what yeah, was I'm the, not sure. 844 Studio 4. What was the first gangster movie? And where does Goodfellas rank in your... Where, where does Goodfellas rank? It, it's up there for me. I mean, it's... I like it a lot. It's it's definitely one like when it's on TV, right? Syndicated gets played all the time. I'll I'll let that rock. I'll put that on if it's just me and Demi. I won't put it on with the kids. Come on, no. I won't. Yeah, I won't put that on with the kids. You know why you whack Jimmy there? (laughs) Let me teach you about something. Uh, It's it's not. It doesn't go on when the kids are in the room, but uh, it'll it. You know, every once in a while, it'll go on when uh, you know it's it's that chill time in the afternoon. Kids are playing with Graham Graham. And uh, need a little little me time, a little relaxation, you know, recenter, refocus. You know, it's nothing like just seeing, hey, it could always be worse. The, you know, first, the first gangster movie or one of the, its genre uh-huh. was made in 1930. It was called Little Caesar. Little Caesar. And it depicted the rise of a small town mobster to the upper echelons of organized crime. Like Al Capone? Because yeah. it was made in the 30s. It's probably like, you know, it's... yeah. Probably about that era, I would yep. imagine. I wonder what the... Does yep. it say, like... I also like the one with um, uh, Denzel Washington, Frank Lucas. Uh, American, American Gangster. Gangster. Yes. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's that one of my top. One. That's one of my top. Um, that one's pretty good. Uh, I'm trying to think what... I mean, obviously... Gosh, why am, why am I blanking on all these? Um, oh, a, a Bronx Tale? You ever seen a Bronx Tale? Okay, I haven't seen a Bronx Tale all the way through, and it's been some time now. That's a Robert De Niro. He... I think he directed and wrote it and started it. I'm pretty sure about that. That's uh, how I would do all the movies. Why not? Right. You know, if you've got an idea, why not, you know, it, can anybody execute it like you can? You know, for the most part? Now, if you've got, if you're, unless you're writing for another character, but I would imagine that Robert De Niro a lot of times writes for himself. I'll do the other characters as well. Yeah, <laughs> just play them like, like a Medea type movie. Like, uh, what's his name who plays Medea? Uh, Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry kind of style. Or Eddie Murphy. Or Eddie Murphy. Nutty Professor. That one was a funny one. The that clubs. wasn't a gangster, but it was uh, it was it still not? fun. It's up here. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's on the list. It's on the list. Uh, favorite movie of all time, 844 Studio 4. Just shout it out. Whatever. Gangster movie. Oh, you want to keep it to the gangster I wanna, category. I want to, as they say, keep it gangster. Keep, <laughs> keep it gangster here. 844 Studio 4. Going to have Commissioner Billadu on at about 8.15. He'll be rolling on in. We're also uh, going to have the good, the bad, and the ugly segment. Got to uh, keep you apprised of what's going on in the news. I do apologize, Bill, for stealing potentially your bad news story or maybe the ugly news story of, what did you say his name? Nick Chubb? Was it Nick Chubb? Uh, yeah, but, and obviously I hate that Nick Chubb got hurt, but uh, I'm more. I'm not familiar with Nick Chubb. He's a strong, strong running back. Is his is Ad- he a Alabama? rookie? Is he a no? He's not a rookie. No, full so, on man. It, and and given that he plays for the Browns, and and I'm not hating on the Browns for all the Cleveland fans out there. Uh, 
Yeah, Jeff, I'm just, Jeff might have a word for you. I'm just curious, though. Like, isn't typically like the Browns the end of your career? Isn't that? Oh my typically... goodness! Shot. <laughs> no, I'm just asking. I just I'm outside looking in perception in the marketplace. I, I'm just curious. And so, is that really what we're talking about right now? Again, I don't know. I'm still trying to get through to Denny Hamlin just to make sure he sticks with the optometrist. He's he's doing a lot of bragging these days. He's 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 riding high. He's got his britches on tight, thinking uh, he's going to roll through to a Cup Series championship. I don't know. You think Denny Hamlin pulls it out? Eight four four Studio Four. What do you think? You think Denny Hamlin can do it? Or who you got? Who you got? A Cup Series fans. I know you want to talk Xfinity. I know you want to talk truck races, but no Cup Series. Who you got winning it? Eight four four studio four. We should start like a. We should have done like a, like a sheet. Like a you could win. You know what I mean? Like if you guessed right, input your entry. Sure. No, but no gambling. I don't want to. I don't want to do. Any, no. Oh, that's what I saw. Did you see the email I forwarded to you, Bill? Absolutely not. Ooh, so so okay. I do have like a life lock service, like so monitors just what's going on in the world. MGM Grand and Caesars Palace got hit. Oh, I did see something about They got this. hacked, dude. And um, let me pull it up here. Data breach notification. Okay. Uh, hackers admit to stealing six terabytes of data from popular casinos, MGM resorts, and Caesars Entertainment. Loyalty members, social security, and driver's license numbers were included in the information exposed in early September if exploited, cyber criminals can use this information to commit identity theft. Sketch. Wow. I'm wondering, is loyalty members like Caesars Palace app, like bet, sports betting, is that the level? Because you have to input your social sure, yeah. as part of that onboarding process, I would assume. And you certainly would probably have to put your driver's license in to confirm identity. I'm sure they utilize that technology. So their system was compromised. That's not a little one. Six terabytes of data. I guess how much, you know, terabytes? That's that's not a little bit. And when we're talking about data, like just we're not talking about HD, you know, 10, 4K video files here. So it's not like a little bit. It's quite an enormous amount. I, I'm imagining like, okay, so that's the loyalty members. Is it the entire system? It might be the entire system. Right, that's in, that's uh that's a big deal. That's big time. And I always go back to and I and this is cuz it's been going on for years, right? Like like Home Depot got hacked years ago. Right, and now we're stealing data. Facebook has been like everybody's been hacked. And it's like so what do you do? Like your information gets put out there. It's all out there in the internet like on the dark web. All of our information is all you can really do is monitor. All you that's all you can really do to know what what you need and don't need to do. It sounds off some alarms. There's a lot of alarms that can go off in that moment. You get that email, you get that message. The other one that trips me out is the McGuire nuclear, whenever that one goes off. So it will be tested, too, over the next two weeks. It's, all, it's really funny. When I say, you don't, do you, have you ever heard that thing go off? I've heard it. Oh, wow. Have you? No. You've never heard, uh, well, the, oh, I guess, so this is sirens at McGuire are going to be going off. As compared to the test alarms that are around the no, town, it, I hear it quite be, frequently. It, they will be tested around the town. Oh, I've heard those quite frequently. Oh, wow. Oh, and what I normally do is I text, I text Demi and my mom. I say, right. hey, I love you guys. Like, I, cause you just, I don't know. Is it a test? Is it, is right. it, is it, is it time? All right. Did Russia get into it finally? Did China get into it? Maybe North Korea. I don't know. 
Right. Or, or is it more of a domestic terrorist situation? Right. I don't know. I guess for the next, over the next couple weeks, we know that it is likely testing. Is it though? <laughs> they say to tune in to your, just turn on the radio if it, if you're unsure. Turn it to the radio? Okay. Yeah, turn it to the radio. Pandemonium, people! Right. We don't know whether it's real or not. Call us, 844-STUDIO-4. Yeah, these are required uh, tests that will be tested in short 20-minute increments. Um, they will occur between 9 a.m. and 4 p.m. Sure, kept a really tight window. That's what we like to see. Yeah, Correct. 9 a.m. to 4 p.m., really tight window allows us to be really sure that in that moment... And something to look forward to, it looks like on October 11th, um, there will be a three-minute test of all sirens. Yeah, so a symphony. Th- so that is going to affect us, so the EAS uh, yes. alert. So that we, yeah. we are tied into the EAS system, obviously, as a radio station. And so there We're will legit. Be, I think it's at – Frank passed on the information. I think it's at – don't quote me on this. Oh, boy. But maybe you will, like, at 240 on that day that they're going to test. So Todd Starnes fans. Okay. It will be during Todd Starnes. Three minutes. That it'll be an EAS test that occurs. Um, you know, I, look, would I rather it be during Todd Starnes, national syndicated radio host, national pol- pol- political correspondent, versus our own local content? Yeah, I would. Yeah. I'm okay with signing up for EAS test during that time because what we do here at WSIC is the most local content. And if it, if it was a real emergency, like you said, that's why you turn on the radio? Yeah, absolutely. And and that's what we're here for. Do you carry a radio at the home? You know, I got one. I got a radio in the house. You know what I mean? I got one for emergency purposes. And that's, we're an emergency. We're an emergency? Is that what we are? Are we an emergency right now? <laughs> Good morning, LK at 844-STUDIO-4. Favorite gangster movie and can Denny Hamlin win a cup series? Your guess. We're coming back. Good morning, LKN. Justin Kazepis, 8.06, rolling through the day. When you want to get your day started right, this is how you do it. Ah, Black Powder Coffee located in Mooresville. They do their own preparations of the coffee. They roast them in-house. You can check it out. They're in Mooresville. They got about 21 flavors. I don't cut it. I don't put sugar. I don't put creamer. So I like a flavored bean. This week, pumpkin spice. I'm just, I'm buying into the pumpkin spice frenzy. Everywhere I go, I'll try pumpkin. Whether that's biscuits, whether it's cheese. Do you ever have a pumpkin cheeseburger, Bill? Would you have a pumpkin cheeseburger? Yesterday was National Cheeseburger Day. You're telling me you wouldn't? Don't shake your head at me like that. I know you would. We got William on the phone. William tried calling in yesterday during today's Real Talk, our real estate show here on WSIC. And uh, we had a little situation with the phone lines. But, William, we appreciate you listening this morning. How you doing, sir? Pretty good. How about you guys? Oh, it's good to hear that voice, William. Yesterday when you tried calling in, I was like, Let me, let's get William on the air. And then there you are, sir, doing well. How about you? I'm doing well. I don't have to have all airtime. I'm not a celebrity like you guys are. Oh, no, but you anyway, are the celebrity, uh, William. You are. What's on your mind nah. this morning? Well, you know, Carolina Panthers, uh, they're just going to be that team, that team until they go to the Super Bowl and win it. Mm. They got growing pains. I don't really understand some of their choices, but it is what it is right now, and that's where where we're at with the Panthers. Um, Movie-wise, Old Man in the Sea, Spencer Tracy, all day long. Ernest Hemingway, 
greatest okay. writer, good book read. Um, as far as the race car roundy round, I'd like to see Truex get it. See, Truex, Truex got hit with this this point system, right? Because he's what top top of the points, and then all of a sudden, you know, first round of the playoffs, he gets knocked back pretty good. What do you think about that? You like the current structure of the racing and the way they're doing it, or, or would you change it? I, you know, they need to they need to change a few things. Um, I haven't been keeping up with it as much as I once did, but um, you know, I understand that things have changed. I do like the safety aspect of of NASCAR. Um, because of the fact of how fast the cars are, you know, they got to make them safer. So I, you know, that horrific crash a few weeks back, um, if that would have happened 20 years ago, that driver wouldn't have made it out of that car. So safety aspect wise, they're doing good. Um, as far as the points go, I, I just don't know what to say about that. And I three stage, two stage racing, you know, pit strategy it plays into that um it really gets those guys on their end game stopping and restarting and stopping and restarting and you have all those cautions you have starting and restopping so it really tests those guys that are across the the uh the line there when they're doing their pit stops you know they got to be on their a game for sure um but i just like to see the older guy get it just see if he could, but I don't know if he will or not. We'll just have to play it out and see what happens. There's a few more races to go yet. Well, you know, Junior hit the track, too, this past weekend. What was your take on Junior racing again? You okay with it? He also put an all-call out, I think, on Twitter and social platforms saying, hey, what other you know old-school drivers would you like to see? You know, I, Could I see the King again back on the track? Can I, can I, will I be able to see Richard Petty get behind the wheel again, you think? Uh, probably not. Probably not. His reflexes are nowhere near what they need to be getting out there on the track again. But as far as Junior getting back out there, I don't know. He, Junior, you know, you got to think about who he is. And he's fallen in behind his dad's legacy. And he's a real popular guy, real nice stand-up guy. Um, but he's got too many irons in the fire. I just don't really see him stepping back into the car full-time. He's just got too much other stuff going on from time to time. Jump back in some of these key races. That's okay. But to get back into it full time. No. Yeah. I I don't see him get back in full time. I think he's saying one, one race a year, I think is what he's saying he wants to do for now. And it's always, I think it's an entertainment factor though, too, right? Each of these things being, being entertainment last night, the Panthers in particular, it was, it was cool to be able to see us on Monday night football, though we had to share the screen with another team simultaneously to that though we just couldn't get anything done like it was it was it was these moments of okay it's about to happen it's about to happen it's about to happen and it's it's very frustrating yeah. and and we spend a first round pick on on Bryce Young. And, I, and I don't know if it's Bryce Young's fault or is it the receiver's fault is it the coaching play we could point fingers William you seem like you'd be on a good you'd be good to be joined my coaching staff will you join me in the coaching staff now that Tepper's letting Frank Rico and putting me in as head coach yeah, we got to get somebody out there that's going to get a little bit more motivation going. And I, I agree with you on the fact that these pregames, they need to get all the key players out there. That's what that's what practice is about. You know, like the old adage says, practice makes perfect. That's right. Get them out there, let them play. Don't protect them. I mean, you can't protect them, but so long and so, you know, so much. You got to get them out there and let them play. Like you said, let them warm up. And I think, you know, some college players get acclimated to the NFL easier than others 
and Bryce is realizing that I'm thinking he's stepping back onto the big stage now. And, um, you know, it's, it's go, you know, it's go time. Yeah. And I don't know if the communication is quite there yet between him and the coach. It may be, but obviously as far as the Panthers go overall, they've always had through the years a pretty good defense. We've struggled on the offensive side. We've had a couple key quarterbacks through the years, Cam Newton being one, you know, but until we get a real good quarterback that gets seasoned and we can get behind that quarterback and he has a good communication with his coaches and the head coach, we're not going to get where we need to be. That's why we're at where we're at right now. Such such wise words there from you, William, and I appreciate and I'm glad our communication channels are connected again. It's great to hear your voice this morning. We appreciate you. Always appreciate you calling in and listening, William, and we hope you uh, have a great day, sir. You too. Y'all take care. All Thanks. right. All right. See you. Till next time. There you go. Uh, William coming in with the words of wisdom, Bill. Are you uh, are you on board with that? I don't know, I, and I haven't asked you officially yet. I just assumed you would join the coaching staff with me um, as part of this Frank Wright transition. Are you okay with that? I just assumed. Yeah. I'll be your get-back coach. Make sure you stay off the field. Oh, like you, like a sw- right. Sweeney, you'll, you'll pull right, my yeah, pants? Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll just hold <laughs> you'll hold the, bu- belt. the, bu- yeah. the belt loops? Okay. Yeah. No, that's probably – I probably would need that. I always think, too, when I'm watching the games, my mind, you know, gets off of football. And what gear would you wear on the sidelines? You know, because, you know, they got fresh gear that uh, they get to rock. Would you rock the pullover like Frank Wright last night? Like, what level are you going to? Uh Whenever I visualize myself on a sideline, I'm in full pads and I'm about to go in and I'm about to take my team down the field as the coach the game. Nope. As the coach, I'm the guy you would wear the full, full garb on the sideline, including shoulder pads, knee pads, the whole nine (laughs) and holding a clipboard the entire time. Although if you're the guy that has to wrangle me by the belt loop, you might need pads on, you know, because I'll start swinging back. You know, I don't get off me, Bill, get off me. That's that's what I would start doing. Do you think do you think coaches should be allowed to yell at refs more or less? <laughs> they can. They do. <laughs> they do, but do they do it enough? Yeah. Zebraman. Yeah. Zebraman. Call in 844 Studio 4. Should should the coaches be able to yell at the refs more? Was there shouting last night at the town of Cornelius board meeting? We're going to find out. It may have gotten crazy there last night. We've got Commissioner Billadu in studio just on the other side of this break. We hope you'll stick with us. 844-STUDIO-4. If you've got any questions for Commissioner Billadu, you're welcome to call in. We can see uh, if we can address anything that you got on your mind. Coming right back. Good morning, OKN. Enough complaining about the Panthers. I can't do it anymore. It's too much. 818 Bills on the sticks. We've got Jeff from iCats on the phone. Rideicats.com if you're looking for alternative transportation. Three bucks to take you from Iredale County into the city of Charlotte. If you're a daily commuter. Jeff, how are the streets looking this morning? Uh, from Cornelius down to Huntersville, uh, exit 30 to 23. North and southbound 77 is heavy congestion. Some stop and go traffic. Uh, There's no incidents to report. When you get to Charlotte, uh, 77 South, around the Brookshire Freeway, uh, traffic is moving slow. Uh, As far as the secondary roads in the Statesville, Mooresville area, haven't heard of any problems this morning. Uh, So just uh, be careful. There's there's some places where uh, the traffic is really heavy, so uh, don't, don't ride bumpers.
Yeah, you want to keep a safe distance when you're driving. Always a uh, uh, quite a feat to do. Um, easier said than done. But ICATS being the alternative transportation option, if you want to go into the city each day, you can commute for three bucks each way. And Jeff just cruises in that HOV lane. So then that way you can just sit and stare out your window and wave to all the people that refuse to utilize the toll lanes every single day. And you can just cruise with uh, iCats. So, Jeff, we appreciate you keeping us informed on the streets, sir. Uh, they, I will say um, I'm grateful that I'm not alone in my pain from last night. And uh, hope everything turns out okay with your Browns. And hope that you guys uh, you know, have a prosperous remainder of the season, likely similar to what we will see from the Carolina Panthers. And we appreciate you, Jeff. All right. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Jeff didn't even want to play with that at all. He wasn't interested in, in touching that one. It's, it's, do you think he watched the game last night? Did you confirm that he watched 100%. the game? 100%. He yeah, watched He's it. hurting right now. I mean, his best player just went out. With- so I probably shouldn't have done that? No, you're fine. Okay. You're fine. All right. All was well. Well, then let's look at some happy news. Well, maybe it was happy. I don't know. I heard a guy a little yeah. crazy last let's night. Let's get some news. Town of Cornelius. Yeah, town of Cornelius. Uh, town board meeting was last night. We've got Commissioner Dennis Billadu joining us now in studio. WSICnews.com and all, all the social platforms. You can actually watch us. And, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to see if I can hold my composure and not act a fool while the commissioner is here. I feel like we should be appropriate in front of you know the leaders and not say ridiculous things. And so I'm going to do my best through this process. Commissioner Builder, thank you for joining us this morning. Thank you. Good morning. Come on up to the mic, sir. You, you, you've done this before. You know how this works. Yeah. All right. So the meeting last night, I heard that there was shouting. Uh, there was screaming. People were throwing tomatoes. What was it like last night? We, we got a lot done. We absolutely did. There's uh, just two more board meetings before the election. So wow. We were checking boxes, getting things done. And yeah. It was uh, a long evening, but productive. Okay, so the one that everyone's wondering about, and I didn't even talk about it this morning yet, uh, Mills Market. Give us the summary. How did it go? Mills Market uh, passed four to one. Okay, uh, the vote. Um, Commissioner Gilroy was the one that uh, held out, uh, but he did uh, give a lot of good reasons uh, for uh, for holding out. But it it was uh, a good discussion. We had a room full of citizens, and uh, I think for the most part they were in favor. And that's what we heard as as the project developed all along. Uh, you know, Mark Miller and the and, and the developer really did a nice job of responding to the pushback, to the um, questions. Really, the the whole project just changed over time, and it's been going on. When I say over time, it's been over a year. So a lot of adjustments, a lot of things that uh, citizens could get around. And um, the room was full. I think we had one citizen that spoke mildly against, still had some positive things to say about it, but uh, clearly was concerned in a couple areas, most notably traffic. Of course. And I believe the mild concern, because I was able to watch it. I love that Town of Cornelius does video stream the the town board meetings. I'm a big fan of that. I appreciate that you guys do that to help keep the community informed sure. and give an opportunity without having to physically be there. And the mild objection, which I believe I did here, was concerned about deliveries and that type of traffic backup for the ancillary services, dumpster pickup, trash pickup, that kind of thing. And I also will say that I was it felt different compared to previous projects and things like that. When you say there was support, there was a lot of support in that room for the project. How did how did that happen over the course of 12 months that all of a sudden, wait a second, after all the rhetoric of no development, no development, no development, 
Now we've got people in the room that are saying we love and are excited about this project. How did that happen? Yeah, well, you know, I acknowledged last night that the property owners, the two gentlemen that brought this together, Mr. Stamey and Mr. Cashin, uh, the Cashin name, uh, you know, resonates with with folks. And, and uh, Gordon brought properties together that you wouldn't think. I mean, the building was collapsing. The owner wasn't willing to move. Uh, but when you bring Gordon to the table and Mr. Stamey, uh, they got it done, brought it together, some nice parcels. And, uh, you know, over time, people realized that, one, they really didn't want to hang there with the blue metal buildings. They, they are now getting used to the Kane Center being there in the finished look. And then you just go right next door to Potts Barbershop, something that will keep there as, as you know, the icon of downtown Cornelius. But then it gets pretty rough. You know, it uh, boarded up windows, uh, unsafe signs. That's not a good look for your downtown. So I think more and more people are, are uh, wanting some amenities. But still, you know, everyone, I think, still has a, con a concern about how is this traffic going to work, especially when you have performances and if you have a festival so, you know, we're on the clock, so to speak. As a town, we've got several traffic improvement uh, projects that are lined up, and we need to get to them. And we've got, uh, you know, we've got to get started now. We've got three years, which will go by in a, in a flash. I remember when Antiquity was built, and a lot of it, the development, the plan revolved around the light rail, right? It kind of, that was the idea. That was the grandiose vision. Hey, a kind of live, work, play environment that then if you're a commuter to the city, right, you wouldn't even have to drive, um, limit that. And, and then now the shift after the red line hasn't occurred yet, and maybe it will, maybe it won't. I don't know. That's anybody's guess. But now with downtown Cornelius really starting to amplify, you've got other projects going up. What's the, the five-story building, I believe, going up right now That's fra that's framing right now? And so now you're seeing this beautiful downtown kind of come out of the ground. Culturally, what do you think the impact is of downtowns on the overall town? Well, you know, what's happening in Cornelius is, is certainly a long time in coming. When you think about Davidson, for example, uh, and people crawl through downtown Davidson, it's, it's not a 45-mile-an-hour zone. They're looking to do a similar project. But we in Cornelius always, uh, well, I felt like, you know, people would point to Davidson and say, hey, we can crash through Cornelius as a quick cut through. You know, so so as far as what the, the cultural difference, having Kane down there, having people come down to Cornelius to actually stop and, and, and visit a, a retail shop or a restaurant, to me, will just, you know, just just change the whole environment. And yes, you know, it will be at times a slow crawl through downtown, but that's typically what you want. We have already completed that Gem Street extension, which uh, last count was taking 300 or so cars off of Catawba Avenue. So it is really, really important that we look at making that Gem Street alternative known, taking a look at a project that's really going to help the, uh, eliminate the backups at the DDI at exit 28. By having roundabouts, now you won't have that traffic backing up down Catawba Avenue waiting to cross the bridge. They'll they'll keep moving, a little securitous route around there, uh, but they'll still move. And, and, and that's what I mean by we should have traffic flow and not traffic congestion. And people get upset when they're just sitting there on Catawba, Catawba and they don't know why. And uh, our deputy manager last night gave one example, a paint truck. Yeah, I heard. You know, double parked in the road, just cars backing up behind them. That that just can't happen. There's some simple things that we can do locally, but we have to continue to look at other avenues. And to your point, uh, mass transit. I'm I'm not uh, holding out hope on the red line, 
But hey, if Charlotte wants to spend another five mil, you know, hey, let him spend the money, right? I guess it doesn't it, matter to me. It feels a little bit like a bribe. You know, they, they, they do want that sales tax money and they need us to sign on. So they, they want to play nice. Uh, but until, you know, Norfolk Southern, some of their uh, officials get to the table and put something in writing, I'm, I'm thinking that we should do more ride share. There's probably that bus rapid transit that might be there be long before the red line. But no question, I think also in downtown Cornelius, it's going to evolve. When you think about people that will move into Mills Market and see what's around them, be able to walk to the grocery store, there'd be nice restaurants, entertainment, a park in Greenway, uh, OMB eventually on the hill. I, I well, think and Atrium's got the urgent care right there too, right? You've got literally everything every, you could possibly need. Everything you need. And I, th I think these days more folks are working from home. Uh, you know, you've got that option. Uh, you also have some affordable housing opportunities, and then we also give a stipend to our first responders. So it's pretty neat that the fire station, police station is right next door. So hopefully that'll be uh, a, an avenue for someone to live right there, walk to work, and, and not put cars on the road. And, and it's the transportation, and you've got a transportation background. So, And I heard you talking about that yesterday on the on during the, the meeting. What is it, CRPTO? What, well, give me all these acronyms I hear all the time. CRTPO, the Charlotte Regional Transportation Planning Organization. Yeah, it's a mouthful. They, <laughs> they have more acronyms than that. I, I have a whole directory. Uh, but but that, you know, that's, that's where I really started to... Uh, Fine. And I've been on that uh, for about a year and a half now. That was my assignment this term, as well as the local transportation advisory board. And it, when I look at the two, I see that CRTPO, big government, moving at their speed, you know, speed of government. And what I've been really pushing with our transportation advisory board is use some of our excess funds to do local projects, things that we can get done without NCDOT so we don't have to wait. Right now, we're focused on solving Bailey Road. You know, that just that's a sore thumb. That just sticks out with two schools, a park, and uh, the need to also do some development. But we need to get the infrastructure right. So uh, my background over the last year and a half, my focus has been uh, worrying about the commuter uh, or even someone who's trying to get across town is just sitting there saying, why don't those people over there fix this? And some of it's quite simple. You know, whether it's a right turn lane or a stacking lane added, uh, we're going to work on those. Okay. Can you stick around for one more segment? You bet. Okay. Commissioner Bill Dew sticking with us. Good morning, LKN. Coming right back. 844-STUDIO-4. Do, 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 digital fan, we're sticking with you. Uh, might as well. Let's get to know Commissioner Bill do a little bit here. Did I ask you for a favorite restaurant in Cornelius? Have I asked you that already? I don't think you have. Okay. Favorite restaurant in Cornelius, go. See, that's, that's, you know, during campaign season. This is a, a dirty that, trick. A I know, it's question. a dirty trick. But here's, here's how I respond to that. I do uh, routinely uh, just go from restaurant to restaurant in town. But I'll give a shout-out again. I did one yesterday for Pita Pit. Ah, a little Pita Pit action. Pita what are you, Pit. a 2 a.m. or at Pita Pit after a night out on the town? Is no, that you? No, no. Oh. I'm, I'm, I'm more of a lunch. Uh, you know, it's like Cheers. I walk in and Todd knows. <laughs> so you've got the buffalo chicken wrap. Uh, there you, you go. Know, chips and a drink. And I, I've been doing that. Uh, my office was just down the street from there. Okay, cool. Uh, but, you know, he's, he's a hardworking small business owner and... Uh, uh, I really enjoy stopping by, you know, chatting with uh, some of the fellow customers. A little pita pit action. Maybe yeah. I'll try that today for lunch. You, uh, I owe you a congratulations. Everyone does. You are a, a grandfather again today. That's right. Pop-pop. Uh, pop-pop. Okay. Yeah, Can yeah, you yeah. give us any details? 
Well, um, we are going to have a session this afternoon. My son-in-law, we're going to get the uh, coaching team together, and we're going to s- just check out the offensive side of the ball oh, for gosh. him. Oh, <laughs> gosh. Uh, but, no, he's uh, 8 pounds, 11 ounces, so, you know, pretty good size. I, I, I know we'll have to work him out quite a bit. Uh, still looking for the middle name. His first name is Lane. Lane. L-A-N-E. Lane. I'm thinking either Justin or Bill for the middle name. <laughs> well, hey, I'd, uh, I could vote for a couple of those. Or or a throwback. You know, I was trying to talk my daughter into maybe, you know, like the 70s where you do these weird things. And I said, how about just a, a series of letters? You know, just like... Random uh, string of characters. W-S-O-C or... Yeah, there you go. W-S-I-C. <laughs> or C-R-T-P-O. C-R-T-P-O. Yeah. That'd be pretty, or you could do like Elon Musk did, like random, like the pie symbol and upside down I or something like that, maybe, exactly. right? Yeah, no, just really excited about it. Thanks thanks for asking. Yeah, congr- I mean, that's a big deal. You know, life is a big part, right? We, we You're a commissioner, you're, you've you been an entrepreneur, you, you but we're also all just people. And so community, and what's that made up of a group of families and individuals who want good for the community. What are a couple of things as we got about eh, 30 seconds before we rejoin back with the radio fam? What's kind of been like your vision thus far and what you want to see going forward a little bit? Well, uh, my vision, personal vision matches what the citizens want. I think that's that's where you need to be guided if you're in an elected position. You know, there are there are a number of things that I could go a different way, but when you hear a clear direction from the citizens, you want to do what's right for the community, and and this is a great place to live. I mean, it's it's the the quality of life here in Cornelius is second to none, and um, and we're going to rejoin Radio Fan with that. Good morning, OKN. Okay, Eight thirty three. Justin Kazepis spills on the sticks, and we've got Commissioner Dennis Billadu of the town of Cornelius in studio briefing us. On the board meeting last night, I was incorrect in my facts. I've got to issue an editorial correction. There were no throwing of tomatoes last night. It was a calm room. Actually, a lot of support for Mills Market, which did pass. Uh, Commissioner Gilroy was the one who voted against. Uh, Commissioner Gilroy has been a guest on the show, and I have we have he and I are active discussions. He's going to come back on at some point. I do appreciate the variety of perspectives. Last night, in particular. For the first time in a while, and I mean this regionally, um, not 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 you know honing in on just the town of Cornelius, but given like what's going been going on in Huntersville, given what's going on in Davidson, what Mooresville, Troutman, Statesville, the entire Lake Norman community, just trying to decide what's the vision for the future, particularly when you've got you know the changes that have occurred over the past few years. But last night it was very cool to hear each of the commissioners. And, and leaders in the room, including, you know, town manager, deputy town manager, mayor, everybody was giving reasons of support or concerns. How much time and thought goes into when you're a commissioner, each of the individual projects? Like, can you really spend that much time thinking about every single project individually on top of everything else you guys have to do? Well, uh, you know, we don't see them all, but when we see that uh, conditional zoning, uh, for me, I, I start with a pre-development meeting that could be months ahead of time. That that's, uh, could be a year ahead of time. But basically, it's the developer pitching, here's my thought. Does this fit into the community? So we have several meetings, and public meetings are so important. You know, So whether we're there on site or, or the, the developer holds a meeting, I'm tuning into that to, to just get a feel for what the concern might be or the acceptance rate of the citizens. Is that right for that area? And I have to say, one thing that we could do a better job on, and I, I really want to work on this, is updating our our master plan. 
you know, typically if somebody wants to know, well, what's going on in, in Cornelius? Well, I'll go to Nextdoor or I'll go to Facebook and really get the right information. <laughs> so, you know, shame on us. We, we should have, should have uh, years ago, our downtown plan published uh, a resource uh, that people could go to and say, okay, here's what the commissioners are thinking about. Here's what they've heard from us, and this is how we're going to move forward. How are we going to solve the traffic issue in the downtown area? And and when you look at the comprehensive master plan, it's 11 years old, and it's still referencing exit 27 being here by 2017. So if only, if only. Uh, so we we need better direction, more more uh, sound resource that someone can go to and say, okay. Let me cut through the Facebook noise. Let me just figure out what's on the commissioner's mind. What are they going to vote yes for and what are they going to keep away from us? The transportation conversation uh, from my perspective, my background being I'm, I'm a real estate attorney here in North Carolina, been a broker since 2012, grew up in this area, second generation real estate investor, um, invested in real estate personally, I've invested locally, I've gone through the rezoning process personally. Transportation coming up as a continued sticking point frustrates me because we all know the process in North Carolina. We know that you have to have a need before you get the funding. Do you think that it's time to really advocate in Raleigh for more local control? Or what are some of the other solutions, do you think, for transportation actually to get funding so projects can move forward? Yeah. And, you know, we would love local control more so than we have. But I I wouldn't shortchange ourselves. There are things that we can do within our 13 square miles, you know, so it's not it's not the wild, wild west. We, we've got pinch points and, and uh, bottlenecks that we can work on. But, yes, we'd love to have uh, NCDOT uh, right there saying, yes, go ahead and do it. And, and many times, uh, you know, if it's our dime, they'll go ahead and say, oh, of yeah, course. Go, go for it. <laughs> but right now, and we covered this last night in, in the, the pre-session, we have six projects that we've been waiting a long time for, and it, and usually it is about the money, but these are already uh, uh, funded. We're right now looking at discretionary funds from, from CRTPO that could allow us to get these six projects moving in the 2023-2024 timeframe. So that's exciting. You know, it's always, you know, let's wait and see. There's there's always a hurdle that's thrown before you. But we are going after six projects that have been on hold for year after year after year. And they are affordable from what we have from sitting on a road bond from 2018. We have 20 million left there. And then we also have some excess funds in our general account that we need to look at. Uh, but to your question there, you know, there's not always a need to blame NCDOT and wait for them. There are things that citizens will, will ring me up and say, well, why the heck don't you just change that no turn on red? Uh, here's an issue that you might need another stop sign or, you know, some other way to get through that bottleneck. Well, that brings up a point that I have been wondering about and I'm curious about, and that is our traffic light system to where Mooresville now has begun the process of gaining control of the tra traffic light system. Is that something that's been of discussion for the town of Cornelius or you, you know transportation? And so what would it take? Is it feasible or do I need to let this one go? What would it take? Well, you know, so the unfortunate history, we were one of the first towns to try a new technology and you probably see those little it looked like cameras at the top of each uh, on Catawba the top of the lights those were supposed to be responsive to the amount of traffic stacking up well turns out that didn't work so well 
So we're back on the NCDOT, and I, 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 I am aware of what Mooresville's trying to do. They're going to have a czar of, of uh, traffic flow. Uh, but, it, but that gets back to my point, is there are things that we can do, like just simple as eliminating delivery trucks from blocking roads uh, and looking at, uh, you know, on a weekly basis and, and have a report card to say, how did we do and why did traffic back up? Is it that timing on a particular light? One, one classic example, kind of crazy, is if you know the intersection where 131 Main is and there, there was a, uh, a line that people would pull up to change the light. So you, it'd say, pull up to the white line so you, you can get yeah. your, your signal changed. Well, there's no more, there's no more signal change <laughs> on that light. It's now uh, up on the pole and, and uh, very much new technology, but it wasn't working. And it took a citizen who was looking out his window from 131 Main offices and said, you know what, that, that light's not changing. People are sitting there for five, 10 minutes, and sure enough, DOT now recognize they need to fix that uh, radar or, or detection system because it just wasn't working. But little things like that that make a big difference. You know, you, you don't want to sit there for five minutes. No, you don't. And, and that's the funny part about our town is like five minutes feels like an eternity. And you've got people moving here from places like up north, even Florida out west, that are used to commuting an hour, hour and a half each way, and traffic is nothing to them. And it's certainly a conundrum when you put all that together. But from a management perspective, given all the the growth, and growth not necessarily in population yet until the doors actually are completed, and this I think goes to Commissioner Gilroy's point last night, the other services then for the town, in theory, if I think about it on paper, are going to have to grow as the town grows. Where do you guys stand from like a personnel perspective? Do you think within like five years we're going to have to like double the amount of employees in Cornelius or, or how do you see that playing out over time? Yeah, I, you know, I think there's economy of scale. You know, we safety is always first. So we always make sure that we have the right uh, first responder numbers. Uh, we are converting the fire department to a full time uh, paid staff, uh, town employee staff. So there is adjustments that will be made, but it's not as though it's a one-for-one one at a patrolman to, you know, a couple of more folks coming into town. But we will always keep pace with what we need to make sure that Cornelius has uh, as safe as you can be in today's environment. So that that is a, an expense that, that we believe taxpayers want. They, they want to see... Uh, that the town is safe. That's 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 part of the quality of life. That's the that's where it starts. But the you know the other pieces as well. We do things that maybe other towns don't do. We're picking up leaves. This is we're getting into the uh, the leaf collections uh, season. So you know we still have for our our property tax rate. And I know uh, home values have gone up with reval. But with our tax, uh, we think we deliver a, a very good value for for somebody that moves in to Cornelius, let's say, versus Davidson or even Huntersville. So, um, you know, I, I think we'll continue to adjust. We'll, we'll be as, as conservative, fiscally conservative as we can be, uh, but there will be some added expense when population grows. We, um, we really have not grown as much as our neighbors, certainly to the south, Huntersville going excess of 100,000 people. We see a build out under 40,000. So we can only build so much until we start we can always go up, right? We can just keep going higher. Is that the thought? Or can't can't go into the lake. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, not not too far up either. Uh, this this Mills Market really pushed the the limit as far as what folks really wanted to see at five stories. 
yeah, that's a, it's a big project. The, the design plans look very nice, and, and, I, and I'm hopeful that it, it really comes down to, to what the businesses are that go in on that ground floor retail, right? We can envision, okay, apartments, people are going to rent. But that ground floor retail, if you want to drive people to, you know, patron those businesses, you've got to have some strong tenants in there, which that's a whole nother conversation. I will say Alexander Farms, and this isn't a hate. I'm not going to, I don't want to hate on Lidl. We have an Aldi. I would have rather to Trader Joe's. I will say that. That's kind of one thing stuck in my mind. Like Trader Joe's at Alexander Farms would have been a phenomenal anchor tenant. Don't know if that was even ever possible. I just made that up in my mind a couple, you know, a few months ago. And now I'm just saying it out loud. So besides traffic and infrastructure, because that's always going to be at the forefront. I don't think we ever truly catch up. But from a from a town perspective, what's like the next biggest thing you hear from residents? Um, other than pickleball? Yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, actually, recreation, you know, so completing the, the uh, greenways, you know, we have a little bit, we're about 75, 80% there, uh, and, and adding park space, green space, and that's in the works as well. Last night, we uh, authorized uh, the ability to move forward and fix Legion Field, which is, uh, you know, an in-town field that, that's been in disrepair. We've got some drainage issues, so we're checking that box last night, moving forward. Uh, we also are one step closer to more pickleball at the Torrance Chapel. Gotta love it. It's 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 taking the world by storm. I've actually never played a full game of pickleball before in my life. You're not in my demographic. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, all ages can play pickleball. Absolutely, there. absolutely. Commissioner Dennis Bilodeau been joining us, uh, Town of Corm- Cornelius Commissioner. Thank you for the update and report on the uh, board hearing last night. We appreciate it. And the grandbaby. Shout and out. the grandbaby. Shout, Shout out to Lane. Lane Justin. There you go. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Good morning. Okay, Ed. Justin Kazepis, 848 on this Tuesday. Ah, got that black powder in the cup. Pumpkin spice this week. Jody, I'm coming to see you sometime soon over there at Daylight Donuts. I'm going to have to get my pumpkin spice donut to match my pumpkin spice black powder coffee. Black powder coffee located in Mooresville off exit 36, Highway 150. That's exit 36 off 77. You just make a left of the Chick-fil-A, go down into the business park. And here's the thing. If you go to black powder and you say, hey, Justin and the good morning team at WSIC sent me 10% off. 10% off your order whenever you go in there, whatever you buy. They got all the different beautiful, delicious Tasty, delectable flavors for my tongue giggles. Oh, no. Did I break something again? All right. Listen up. Listen up here. Now it's time for the good, the bad, and the downright ugly. Oh, no, sir. Here's what we got, sport. As I change my voice. You can't ride with it the whole time? Nah, I mean, I, I could, but I just don't know how entertaining oh, 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 oh. It's okay, it's just a test. It's just a, it's a siren test. Good news. You know that jet that we uh, ejected from? That lost? we lost? Yeah. Found it. <laughs> found it. Was it in autopilot when we found, found it? Found it. Nope, nope. I thought it was going to, I was looking for it for the flyover yesterday. Uh, but no, it was not on the flyover. Uh, it, it crashed down uh, in William, in North Charleston. What? Uh, in Williamsburg County, about two hours northeast of the uh, Joint Base Charleston. It crashed? Yes. Like, like, did it 
It crashed. It crashed. That doesn't seem like that's what it was supposed to do. It crashed. <laughs> and that's an expensive uh, repair site. In, um, in bad news, in bad news, it seems like uh, UAW, uh, the strike, they're nowhere close to... Uh, is that the riders one or is that the auto workers? It is the auto workers. Got it. Okay, it so price workers. go up. Price may be going up. They are not in a uh, anywhere near a mm, conclusion. That's what they're saying. Not even close. close. So that's bad. News. Not even close. And in ugly news, not um, good enough. Yes, a uh, a band director was tased and arrested in Alabama after he disregarded police requests to stop his band's performance following a high school football game. I guess the band was playing football, uh, or. <laughs> Backtrack. The band was not playing football. The band was playing music after the game, and people weren't leaving. So they asked the uh, you know the band director to stop stop playing music, and he was like, "All right, you know we're gonna keep playing. Just we got a couple more songs." And they didn't like that. He said, "They said you'll go to jail," and he said, "That's cool. Tell him, you know is still composing." Hold your composure. And they tased him and arrested him no, for a quite ugly not. sight after a football game. Um, they said it was a little, uh, bystanders say it was a, uh, it was a little, you know, A little concerning. A little yeah. concerning. Uh, they tased like, him? Yeah, tased him, arrested him. It's not like the uh, band director's a bad guy. This was in Alabama? Yes. Ooh, dirty um, south. Yeah, this is a bit much to tase a gentleman with a stellar reputation. Getting um, tased? That's what some parents... Of, um, Sir, stop your band. I can't stop telling my band to play. We must play. <laughs> that would be terrible. That right. would be absolutely horrendous to be tased while conducting an orchestra. Correct. So that is our edition of today's Good. That bad, might be in my ugly. top four nightmares. Being tased while conducting an orchestra is definitely right. up there, similar to being just within a small box with no light. That right. also is <laughs> up there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> alone, real fierce. <laughs> alone with my thoughts. Yeah. And out. So, okay. Uh, can I pick a favorite between the three stories? Sure. Mm, probably the fighter jet yeah, just crash landing. Yeah, that, well, we found it. It kind of found us, though, right? Like, oh, it landed. Right. Like, is, is it, were we testing the technology? Like, hey, let's see if we can find it. Like, if we can't find it, then the enemy can't find it. Right. That was, I guess, one of the bigger concerns. I'll have to do a little bit more research. Maybe I'll follow up with it tomorrow. Maybe. Um, on why, how do we not know exactly where that thing is? I wonder if, like, did we really know? Like, or is it, and is this the government, like, saying, oh, we don't know where it's at. He, he, he. It seems. Or does it seem legit? Yeah, there are a lot of valid questions that need to be asked. Hmm. Okay, well, um, I, I look forward to uh, seeing if we get any more information. Right. Or is this one just going to fade away? I, I, I bet it fades away. Until the next one. Until and the then next we one. say, well, wait a second. This has now happened again. Right. Is there a pattern occurring here? The best pattern in my day is the fact that Pat Shannon comes up after us. Yes. Host of the Reliable. Home Ad Show. Always tried and true. Here's the other thing. I, and again, the day has got, we got so thrown off today. The WSIC yard sale is coming back, by the way. I, I, we didn't, I didn't announce it yesterday. I wasn't actually allowed to, I don't think. I was told I wasn't supposed to say anything until it was put out into the digital sphere as well. But Pat got, the, got to make the announcement on Friday. 
The WSIC yard sale is back uh, October 28th from 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. It is a Saturday morning. So for you yard sale folks, so here's the thing. You can sign up to be a vendor at the yard sale. It's either 25 bucks or 50 bucks. The difference is... For 25 bucks, it's just general. We're gonna do it at at the at Studio A in Statesville, 1117 Radio Road. There's a five acre field behind the radio station up there. So that's where we're gonna do the yard sale again. General uh, parking if you want to sell. This is just if you wanna sell. It, it does, it's a free event if you wanna come, but it's $25 for a general spot if you wanna sell. $50 though for a premium spot. Here's the coolest part about it. Pat is going to do a special live home ad that Saturday morning, and you will get a chance to be on the home ad show for 50 bucks. So you get your spot, plus you get to be on air with Pat, Pat, uh, Pat Shannon, the legend himself, for 50. And you just go to WSICnews.com slash yard sale. WSICnews.com slash yard sale. That's where you can sign up to get a spot. We're also going to have, like, music, I hear. We're going to have, like, some bands. Oh, yeah. We're going to be jam sessioning it out. Some good eats. Got uh, food trucks coming. Got some food trucks coming. And then I believe Ben Daniels, Senior Director of Sensory, has also secured a couple of bounce houses for the youngins. So we're also going to have bounce houses going on during this. I don't want to call it a festival. Not yet. But I, it's kind of hey. feeling more like a party than just a yard sale. Right. And so, again, WSICnews.com slash yard sale. You can sign up if you want to sell out of your trunk. You want a booth. You're, you're welcome to. 25 bucks if you want a general. If you want to be on the special home ad show that day during the event, again, October 28th. It's a Saturday from 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. 50 bucks for a spot. It's a killer deal. It, you know, the most direct connection to the community is Pat Shannon. Pat brings it every day, Monday through Friday. If you've got a birthday or anniversary, uh, somebody's got a birthday tomorrow. I'm trying to see if he'll call in. Joey V, Joe Vagnone from NYC, thinks I'm not going to get him on the air tomorrow during his birthday. But I am trying to convince him tomorrow's the day, and he needs to be a part of the show in the morning. Uh, so, again, if you've got a birthday, you've got an anniversary, you call into Pat, you get a slew of prizes. You put your name down on the sheet. He spins the big wheel, 1045. If you win, you get a few things for free. Gotta love it. Then at 11 o'clock today, big day. Town of Mooresville show, hometown hour. Megan Suber, director of communication and marketing for the town, always dropping knowledge bombs on people. I'm excited. They had a big event. They did. Bands, brews, and barbecue. Yes. Barbecue, bands, brews. Yep. Bands, brews, and barbecue. Some sort of alliteration with bees. Alliteration of bees in the M. Mm. Mooresville. Yes. It went down at Liberty Park. Yeah. <laughs> it went down at Liberty Park over the weekend on Saturday. No doubt we'll hear a recap on that. Mooresville also celebrating their sesquicentennial this year. That's you said it correct. Sesquicentennial. Sesquicentennial. 150 years. 150 years. So is Huntersville. Yes. Celebrating their sesquicentennial. 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 Something in that ballpark. And so there's multiple events happening around the area. 150 years, that's not a little bit. No. That's a big deal. And so Megan Suber, Director of Communication and Marketing, we're grateful for her. And so she is going to be in here doing her show at 11 o'clock. If you've got questions for the town of Mooresville, you can call, you can engage. That's what they want. Consider it like office hours. 844-STUDIO-4 if you want to be a part of that conversation. Then noon to 3, 
little Todd Starnes national politics. You need your dose, daily dose. You can get that here, noon to three. Three o'clock, community-centered. Debbie O'Hanley, Margie Kyle coming in, letting you know what's going on in the community. There's a lot of stuff going on, and they're both in the nonprofit world, so it's cool to hear from that perspective as, as to what is happening within the community. They're always uh, telling it like it is. They've had some, they, they, that's a deep discussion right there. They get, some, they get into some deep stuff. So if you're looking for that deep thought, that, that process, looking for hope, that's what they can help you with. And then 4 o'clock, potentially one of Bill's favorite shows, Know the Scene, Justin Dion. Know the Scene, it's Justin Dion here. You, hey. Sorry, I'm working on my oh, okay. Dion. In per, okay, Dion. Yeah. you're Dion. And uh, Executive Director of Kane Center for the Arts, Justin Dion, hosting Know the Scene. He's got uh, somebody from, is it the dance studio he's got on? I think somebody from the dance world. They have the event this weekend. Look, he knows what he's doing. He, right. Justin Dion knows what he's doing. They it's have, a great show. And I'm excited to hear how the LK and Songwriter Showcase went. Oh, yeah, a little recap from last weekend. And uh, so we appreciate Justin uh, participating here at WSIC and hosting a show. Always a good time. And then you got Brian Summers, the most local man in radio, 5 to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday, bringing it to you from Studio A. And then following up after that, Joe Berg, WSIC Sports Director, the scoreboard. Can't wait to hear his take on how the Panthers did last night. Maybe a little bit about Denny Hamlin. Good morning, LK, and we'll see you tomorrow. Love you, my kid. The new 105.9, 100.7 WSIC, Statesville, Mooresville, North Charlotte.